it will be really interesting to me, and I'm sure to many of you, to see how the uh, uh, Biden-Harris uh, team begin to bring us information that we're always curious about. For instance, the end of the world, at least the end of the world as we know it from a climate perspective, more and more extremists continue to find a place in the Biden-Harris cabinet. And uh, uh, one of those who is concerned about the concern is uh, James Taylor, Heartland Institute president. Let's talk a little about the climate and some of the alarmist claims versus reality. James, Happy New Year. Thanks for talking with us. Oh, thanks for having me on. Where do you want to start? What is uh, what, what is the stark reality of what our future is going to be like here? Well, in terms of uh, climate, it's important to have proper context and perspective. We often hear about nine of the ten hottest years on record or you know, six of the seven hottest years on record. That's because they define the record, quote, the record very conveniently as the past 100 years. They say, well, that's because that's when we had a global network of mercury thermometers. But we have other ways of knowing temperature. And what scientists know, and it uh, hasn't been in dispute, is that for uh, most of the past 10,000 years, in other words, the period in which human civilization rose and then thrived and developed, temperatures have been significantly warmer than today, even after 100 years of warming. Uh, We were in the Little Ice Age uh, up until about the year 1900, which was the coldest period of the past 10,000 years. So, yeah, it's natural that we're going to have a little warming coming out of that, and it's good. If temperatures hadn't uh, flipped, we would probably be sinking into a real ice age. So, yeah, temperatures are warming somewhat, and humans are probably playing some role in that with carbon dioxide emissions. But the fact that we are having some impact on the environment and temperatures are warming doesn't mean it's a bad thing, let alone a crisis. In fact, everything that we've been able to measure just about shows that warmer temperatures always have and continue to benefit human health and welfare. It, it is a concern to a lot of people that the Biden-Harris cabinet will go about cleaning up the planet all by ourselves, regardless of whether other countries want to get on board with a clean uh, climate. Is that even possible? No, it's not, because, for example, uh, since the turn of the century, 75 percent of the growth in carbon dioxide emissions has come from a single country, and it's not the United States. It's China. And under international agreements like the Paris Agreement, China makes no commitment uh, to cut or reduce its emissions any time in the near future. What it says is that it intends to, not that it is bound by it, it intends to reach its peak sometime around the year 2030. If you believe in a climate crisis like Biden and Harris do, uh, at that point in time, uh, <laughs> what's the point? Because they already emit more than twice as much uh, carbon dioxide emissions as any other country on Earth, including the United States. And they get a free path to continue to increase their emissions. What what these international agreements are or these unilateral restrictions on U.S. emissions are, what it is is simply it is, it's economic suicide. It is uh, forcing the United States to commit to expensive, unreliable energy and using that to compete against China, India, and other nations they are not hamstringing themselves with such higher built-in energy costs and higher built-in uh, production and transportation costs. Uh, but we are America, and we can afford to do it all by ourselves. At least that's well, what that's I what hear from D.C., yeah. But, but the, 
Yeah, the United States contributes only 14% of the world's carbon dioxide emissions, even though we, can, we, uh, we produce more than 25% of the world's gross domestic product. Uh, so I, I don't think it's really a United States problem. And in fact, since the turn of the century, the United States has reduced emissions more than any other country on the planet. So instead of saying that we need to, uh, that we need to follow the United Nations model, which is failed, the rest of the world should follow the United States model. <laughs> Sorry. Which is that the market economy will work out. Sorry about that. My dogs are very worked up about this topic. Too. <laughs> I guess they're concerned as well because they're going to go outside to take care of business and it will be a hurricane or it'll be, uh, you know, 100 below zero or something really bad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we're told. Uh, and, and every time that we're told that uh, we have more extreme weather events, extreme climate events, they act as if there were never any hurricanes, tornadoes, wildfires before global warming. So they blame any occurrence on global warming, get the public to believe that global warming causes all these things. But we know by looking at the, at the records that virtually all of these extreme weather events are becoming less frequent and less severe as the planet modestly warms. Sure. And if you're a believer in all of that, then you've got to be happy because coffee has benefited greatly from all of this wacky weather. Just ask the folks in Nicaragua. Right, and uh, and I'm glad you mentioned that. On our website, climaterealism.com, we published an article this week. The Minneapolis Star Tribune just published an article claiming that because of human-caused global warming, there's been drought throughout Central America, including Nicaragua, Honduras, Guatemala. And that means that coffee and other crops, farmers simply can't grow them anymore. And the reason why we have migrants coming into our country is because of our actions on climate change, and there's nothing they can do. They have to do this to live, to feed themselves, because they can't make a living. But fortunately, the United Nations keeps very accurate records on crop production. And what the United Nations reports is that in virtually every nation in the world and virtually every nation in Central America, the crop production has been increasing and setting records almost every year, and that's coffee production and everything else. The media never show you the statistics. They just present you stories and storylines that they want you to believe, even though the facts clearly show different. Climaterealism.com. That's a place to go to get real information, find out about uh, global warming and its impact, its real impact, or the lack thereof. James Taylor is uh, president of the Heartland Institute and our guest on the Crosstalk. 